Creator Radio. Good evening, everybody. Monday, March 2nd, 2020, 9.32 p.m. Chicago, Illinois. I am your host, Andres Benitez, and thank you for tuning in to Creator Radio. If you'd like to reach out to Creator Radio with any questions, comments, and concerns, please email me at creatorcompany401 at gmail.com. That's creator, C-R-E-A-T-O-R, company, 401 at gmail.com. If you don't know, now you know. Creator Radio can be found on Spotify. Please hit that follow button on Apple Podcasts. Please leave us a rating and a review. And if you're listening to this on Anchor, please drop me a message. Thank you all for the support. And now on to the show. Creator Radio. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody, to Creator Radio. Once again, I am your host, Andres Benitez. Thank you guys for all tuning in. How is everybody doing? What the hell is going on? What the fuck going on? What's popping? I don't know how else to say it. I hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's enjoying enjoying life. Um, I've been off the mics for far too long. I feel like I, I'm only really getting around to like one, once a week doing a pod and that's just not acceptable of course we are on the road to episode 100 thank you for tuning in this is episode number 27 Uh, on today's episode of creator radio we'll be doing a little bit of nba talk we're going to be talking about the rockets a little bit of um what they're doing right now big big buzz breaking news they just lost to the knicks so we'll dive into all that as well We'll talk a little bit about the playoffs. We'll talk about Zion. We'll talk about LeBron James. We'll talk about uh, my Celtics, all all that good stuff. And then we'll do a little pick 'em uh, for tomorrow's games. We have a whole 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 lineup of games for tomorrow's game. So I'll go and of course give you every everybody the gambling picks. Uh, But first, just a couple announcements. So again, welcome back to Creator Radio. If this is your first time tuning in to Creator Radio. Thank you for tuning in to Creator Radio. I really appreciate it. I'm your host, Andres Benitez. Um, Just a little bit about me. Chicago, Illinois. This is a little sports media music podcast that I like to do. And uh, I really appreciate you tuning in. It means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, Announcements. So if you are not new to Creator Radio, also thank you for tuning in. But we will be doing a new series on Creator Radio. We're going to be doing a series called, uh, like, they're called, so shout out Barstool Sports, shout out, shout out. Caleb Presley of Barstool Sports, but he does this thing called 10 Ticklers. Uh, so it's like 10 song choices that, you know, tickle you or they're just good good songs. So we're going to do a new series here. And I'm thinking we're going to do like a five tickler series. So we'll do five songs of different music genres. And I think I'm going to structure the episodes where I can actually include um, a snippet of at least a minute of each song. Excuse me. A minute of each um, of each of the ticklers, and for each category. So we are going to do R and B. We're going to do rap music. We're going to do country, and then we're going to do punk rock. Those are the four that I really uh, listen to the most. I have been diving deep into R and B. I'm actually really really excited for everybody to um, 
here. The RMB one, that will be the kickoff show. Hopefully, I'll do that tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, school has been really hectic. We're in week eight right now. Uh, shout out to the Paul University students grinding their ass off. I've been working, you know, a lot of hours too. But this is really what I enjoy this this show and doing all this. So uh, I want to get back to it. We're on the road to 100. We got to hit 100. I got to hit 100. I really I need to hit 100. I think good things will happen if I continue just to keep recording, keep doing good stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do the five tickler series, R&B, rap music, country, punk rock. Um, we have, so I, I, on Spotify, I've made playlists already. I have a full playlist of R&B songs and rap songs already that I enjoy, but I'm going to distill them into um, five track uh, like playlists as well. So there'll be like the five, the little sampler and then the full playlist. So people can go follow those, listen to those, listen to the samples, the little sampler. If you like the sampler, please go ahead listen to all of the, all of the music. But I've been diving really, really deep into R and B recently, really, really deep into rap music, trying to find new artists, trying to find new sounds, trying to find new things to listen to. Um, and it's gone really well. I And so then on top of that, so we're going to do the five tickler series. Then we're going to do a music review. And let me pull up his name because I always fuck up his name. Um, but there's this album from 2017, actually, that I've been listening to. And it is just gorgeous. Like I've been really deep into it. It's called Can We Talk? Tone Stith, Stith, T, I mean, uh, S. T-I-T-H Stith I don't know if I'm saying that correctly but Can We Talk album released an R&B album released in 2017 I'm going to dive deep into this motherfucker because there are 11 songs here and I'm pretty much obsessed with almost all 11 of them um, so that that will be coming out soon so we have the five tickler series we have the music review of um, Can We Talk uh, Ian Dior just dropped a little EP, The End, uh, hit with a producer called Evan Bronson. If you haven't gone back and listened to the, our original Ian Dior music review, please do that. But I listened to that. It's like five songs, 13 minutes. Pretty good stuff. I actually, I kind of liked the direction that he was going with that. So I might do a music review of that. And we're getting back to NBA talk. Today, we're doing NBA talk. Um, the rest of this week, we'll probably do a lot more NBA talk. I am so excited for the fucking um, playoffs to get going. We're like only a couple weeks out, like maybe five weeks out. Things are really starting to solidify and gel and positioning and all these things are really coming together. And I'm just super excited for the playoffs. I think it's going to be one of the better years for the NBA as far as just like even competition. You know, the Warriors aren't in it anymore. They're not going to be a threat. You have the Battle of L.A. You have the the Celtics and the Bucks in the East, you know. The Heat, maybe they're a dark horse. The Rockets, maybe they're a dark horse. I mean, I, I we'll get into the Rockets a little bit later, but a lot of content coming your way here at Creator Radio. So once again, thank you guys all for tuning in. Those are the announcements. I'm done talking about the stuff coming up. Now we're going to dive into NBA talk. Let's get right into it. Creator Radio. Okay, here we go, NBA talk, and let's just hop right into it. So I actually missed um, 
talking about Sunday's games. We had a lot of good games going on. Probably the most notable one was the Lakers and the Pelicans. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive too in, too deep into it, but I feel like there's a lot of some good stuff that we could talk about there first. So I'm gonna recap Sunday's um, Lakers and Pelicans game. And then all the scores for tonight's games just finished, like literally it finished like 10 minutes ago. I think everybody who has played is is done unless somebody else is still playing. No. Um, so then we'll do all of Monday's scores and a little reaction to that. And then finally we'll hop into um, the – we'll do the pick them for – tomorrow's games Tuesday Tuesday the 3rd so we'll do all the pickums for that and then anything else that I want to talk about I'll just fucking talk about in between um so yeah let's start with Sunday's the matchup the biggest matchup that I want to talk about the Lakers and the Pelicans on the road Lakers on the road at in New Orleans a very nice solid win 122 to 114 over the Pelicans obviously LeBron James doing LeBron James things 34 12 and 13 like it's actually absurd that this man is still one in the NBA two leading the NBA being like this like figure face for the NBA three pretty much having an a, like one of his best seasons and and having an MVP campaign which we could have given LeBron James the MVP for like the last you know maybe three out of the last four years last four seasons and obviously the emergence of uh James Harden and Giannis Antetokounmpo and even you know uh Kawhi Leonard like all those guys could also be the MVP but LeBron showing no mercy against the 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 rookies Zion and the Pelicans 34-12 and 13 huge triple double and then we got to talk about Zion too 35 and 7 I mean this dude is just like He's just the chunkiest fucking boy I've ever seen. Like, I don't know if you guys saw after the game, like JaVale McGee like wanted his jersey and he took he took off his jersey, didn't ask for McGee's jersey. Mm, excuse me. Didn't ask for McGee uh yeah, JaVale McGee's jersey and walking off the court and the dude is just a fucking tank. I mean, you can see his the dude's muscles, he's got a stomach, he's got fucking pecs. He did, it, it's just kind of absurd to see to see him like on the court or, or just jump as high as he can, run as fast as he can, do all the things that he can do. Uh, but great win for the Lakers on the road. They just they privileged previously the night before just lost to the Grizzlies, so they had to come back. Obviously, AD not on the floor for the Lakers. Um but a very good, good, wholesome win for LeBron James. And then a little bit of uh, a lot of people are commenting on LeBron James and Zion Wilson, uh, Zion, like talking after the game. And, you know, the role that LeBron James plays at this point in his in his career, you know, him being the age that he is and going against all these young guns who are, you know, 19, 20, 21. He's been in the league for 17 years. I mean, I've never been like a huge LeBron James fan. I respect the fuck out of him. I think he's a fantastic father. I think he's a great figure, uh, you know, public figure, uh, black excellence. I mean, uh, one of the best, you know, players uh, to ever step foot in the NBA. Um, But 
you know, I'm from I'm from Boston. I, you know, kind of hated LeBron just because he was on the Cavs, and then he, you know, I, I do think LeBron is a little selfish in the in the limelight. Sometimes it is it is always going to be LeBron's team. But as far as his role goes in the NBA, like I I see no problem with him and and Zion chopping it up after the game and and him you know putting on more of like a not a father figure role, but just a leader. He's he's the leader of the NBA right now, and I. He deserves all the respect in the world. He's living his best fucking life, dude. I mean, they're number one in the West. He's making how much fucking money? He's got a smoking hot wife. He's got kids that are all successful. Uh, he's playing out of his mind. He's still in great shape. No injuries in the, in the future. Like they, they're looking. You know, they could be favorited to to come out of the Western Conference. Um, the Western Conference. LeBron James is living his best life. Like if he wants to talk to Zion, like fucking let him talk to Zion. You know. Like, can you imagine being able to, you know, dap up LeBron and and just and just you know get some game from him just a little bit? I I'd be, I would be stunned even if I saw LeBron James and got to shake his hand. So, I know it means a lot to Zion. I'm I'm sure it means you know just as much to LeBron James. But, uh, yeah, I think I think for where he is and what he's doing, I mean, again, he could be MVP. He could be. He could have been MVP for the last, again, three, four years. Um, but, yeah. And then, obviously, Zion. I don't really know. I know he's playing out of his mind. And, I, and I'm and i buying in that he is a freak athlete and a freak basketball player. He's fantastic. He's fantastic to watch. Um, does he deserve to win Rookie of the Year? It, it, it is now a question. I didn't think it was a question. I thought it was Ja just because he they're holding on the A spot. Ja's still playing really well. Rookie, you know, leading the Memphis Grizzlies for the first time being could possibly be in the playoffs. Obviously Zion only playing a maximum of 37 games total. Like there's a lot, a lot going for Ja, but I think it, my biggest thing with Zion is that I don't want to see him have this great rookie season and then go into a slump or gain more weight or have a bad injury or something like that. And then all of a sudden he's like, not Zion. He's not jumping as high. He's not throwing down as many lobs. He's not putting up as many points. And then all of a sudden, well, you know, maybe he wasn't everything that we expected him to be because again, this weight, his weight is going to be a huge problem for him going forward. He has to really, really be fucking strict on his body and even more on his waistline. He's got to be really careful what he eats and, you know, going forward. But 35 fucking points and seven rebounds like that, that is a, that's a night. That's having a fucking night. And he's just a bully in the paint. So. I think that's all I want to talk about as far as LeBron and Zion. I mean, though, like it, it is the battle of the West, and and let's just say, you know, the Pelicans somehow find stumble their way into the A spot. They're getting smoked by the Lakers in the first round. That's not even a question in my mind. I don't think anybody else would doubt that or you know say otherwise. But. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool to see right now, but it, in the long run, it doesn't really mean a whole lot um, for Zion. I think it's a good good for him to come out his rookie year and show everybody what he's made of, but I think the longevity of his career would be the bigger question for me. How long can he keep doing this? How long can he put up as many points as he can? Okay, so those were the Sunday games. Let's roll right into the hot and fresh Monday games. I'm thinking that Mondays are going to be NBA talk. It's really good that we have the whole weekend and then Monday. And then I can do these. these I can record a little bit later in the night. 
um, and then all the games will be done. So I'm thinking maybe maybe Mondays will just be maybe Mondays will be NBA talk, and then maybe Thursdays or something like that will be a uh, music or movie review or something like that, something different. And then you know that will that will give the people what they want. Something on Monday to wake up to or Tuesday to wake up to, and then something on Thursday just to to bring y'all into the weekend. But again, you're here listening to Creative Radio for the first time. I really appreciate it. I really, really do. Um, Please, please hit all those follow buttons and leave ratings and reviews and, and, you know, reach out to me on, uh, on Gmail and just, you know, I want to keep growing the platform. I want to keep growing the pod, but we're on the road to a hundred. We need to hit a hundred episodes. Okay, a little, little off topic, but back to tonight's games just finished up. Uh, we'll just run down the box scores and then any big games that I want to talk about, we'll talk about that. Um, so first, the 37-24 and 24 Indiana Pacers take on the San Antonio Spurs. Indiana Pacers, great win over the Spurs, 116-111. to 111. Malcolm Brogdon, 26 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists. Patty Mills, 24 points, 1 assist, and 3 steals. Jazz and Cavaliers. The 38 and 22 Jazz take on the 17 and 44 Cavaliers. Jazz with a nice win, 126 over 113. The Cavaliers. Bogdanovich, 28.7 rebounds, 6 of 6. Colin Sexton, 32 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. I'd like to see where Colin Sexton ends up. I know he was, I think he signed a rookie contract with Cleveland, but. Dude, he's been balling recently, and it's really good because it's kind of like low stakes, high rewards for him. Like, he's on the Cleveland. He's he's on the Cavs. Like, what the fuck? Like, they're not doing anything. Like, just go out. Play your fucking heart out. Like, put up 32 against the Jazz, a very good team in the West. And like, build your resume. Build your portfolio to show other teams that you fucking worth at least some sort of trade package you know might you know might get a might get some sort of deal somewhere else after your rookie contracts up but i'm going to leave the rockets in the next game to the last trailblazers 27 and 35 trailblazers take on the 27 and 34 orlando magic trailblazers 130 to 107 over the magic cj mccullum my dog 41 points five rebounds five assists red fucking hot cj mccullum and nikola vucevic vucevic i didn't say that correctly 30 points 11 rebounds two assists moving on Ja Morant and the fucking Grizzlies, my boys, my fucking boys. Grizzlies taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Grizzlies, nice fucking win, 127 to 88. A little bit of a different scene here. Ja Morant, not a top performer, neither was Trey Young. But Valenciunas, 15 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists. And Kevin Hooter, 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 13 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. This game, I just watched the highlights on YouTube like a couple minutes ago before I realized that I just should record. And what I realized from watching these highlights is that the the youth of this fucking league is going to become a renaissance for the NBA. If you think about it, if you really, really think about it, 
You have Trey Young, Jean Morant, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Zion Williams. Who else? Who else am I missing? Just a bunch of these fucking kids who are just bawling out, going crazy, and they're like 20 years old. Uh, wait, who is the other one? Oh my god. It was Luka, Tatum. Well, if you have any other ones that, but even like Kobe White of the fucking the Bulls, or again, we were just talking about Colin Sexton putting up 32. R.J. Barrett had a fantastic night tonight, 27 points, and we haven't heard a lot from R.J. Barrett. Uh, I just think the youth of this of this fucking league is going to be really, really amazing to watch grow and blossom uh, into something just fantastic. I can't wait to see like where all these careers end up. But again, going back to the Grizzlies, going back to the Hawks, John Morant and Trey Young, they exchanged jerseys for the first time, and. It was just such a, like, who gives a fuck about the Grizzlies and the Hawks? Like, both of these players are really the main attraction of not only their team, but, like, the the franchise. Like, the entire fucking franchise. Like, I've never, like, sat to my, like, sat down and was like, oh, the Hawks are playing the Grizzlies? That's a game I got to watch. But now when I think about it, I'm like, no, I'd love to watch that fucking game. I'd love to see John Morant and Trey Young go at it. Like, yeah. Again, the youth, they're coming. These young guns, they are fucking coming. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to watch. Bucks and the Heat, 52-9 and Milwaukee Bucks take on the 39-22 and Miami Heat. The Miami Heat, a nice win, 105-89 to over the Bucks. Big upset, I'm sure. Uh, Brooke Lopez, 21 points, 6 rebounds, 2 blocks. Jimmy Butler, 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 7 assists. And the win, Jimmy Buckets, I love it. Uh, we'll see where the Heat end up. Actually, let's take a peek. Well, we'll take a peek at the standings after this last these last two games, and we'll talk. We'll break down where I where I think things are gonna fall, and then we will do the picks for tomorrow. Uh, the Mavericks and the Bulls, thirty-seven and twenty-five. Ma- Mavericks take on the twenty-one and forty Chicago Bulls. The Bulls a win over the Mavericks, one hundred nine to one hundred seven. Luka Doncic, twenty-three points, five rebounds, nine assists. Kobe White, nineteen points, six rebounds, five assists. And now the main highlight of of excuse me of today's not only episode but of today's games the rockets and the knicks obviously the rockets have been in the headlines the last couple of weeks for just a good string of wins um obviously they're pushing the whole small ball movement but the rockets 39 21 uh, and the knicks 19 and 42 the knicks take a win over the rockets late 125 to 123. James Harden, 35 points, two rebounds, eight assists. RJ Barrett, 27 points, five rebounds, and five assists. I'm going to start really quickly with um, the. I just want to talk about RJ Barrett really quickly because he was the third pick in this fucking draft uh, as coming out as a rookie, coming out of Duke. And we thought that he would be at least more of a notable figure. I think especially with him being on the Knicks, 
you would assume that he'd have a lot of room to just run, low expectations, put up good numbers. And he's been really quiet this year. So it's, it's great to see RJ Barrett uh, with that 27, with that stat line 27, 5 and 5. And we'll see where his career goes. I know all the all the hypes about Zion and you know other people right now, but again, this rookie class is really actually fucking fantastic, um, and I think a lot of talent to to see develop. James Harden and the Rockets. First of all, James Harden. I don't know if you guys saw, but he, there was like this freeze frame of him. He fell and he had his legs up or like open for a little bit, and there was a distinct poop stain in this man's draws. I don't know what had happened maybe i mean there's no other way around it but it looked like james harden shit is like shit himself and if that is the case and then that's just you hate to see it Uh, i don't really know what the deal is for something like that like you could probably go to the locker room and just change right like and like do you did, did he knew did he know that he shit himself like was he just having like one of those days where like you know your your cheeks are just a little bit like looser you know you just got like a sweaty butt day like not to be gross but we all have those days where we're not feeling you know the cleanest in those areas so maybe that was just one of his one of those days but I do, moving on from the poop, I do want to talk about the Rockets because this whole small ball movement and giving up Capella and taking up Covington and, and you know, really pushing Westbrook driving to the hole and then Harden doing the step back three and, you know, running the small ball thing. It's very interesting to me. And I have a couple thoughts. One, is it working right now? Yes, it's working very well. Two, did I think it was going to work that well? No, I did not think it, this, it was going to go this well, especially at the beginning of the season when when they traded uh, Russell to the, to the Rockets. I was like, this is a fucking joke. There's no way that Harden and, and Russell can share a floor and still you know put up the points that they're, that they're putting up. But against the Celtics, Russell put up 41. And then tonight against the Knicks, although, although they lost, Harden putting up 35, uh, 2 and 8. It's not a bad stat line. It's really not a fucking bad stat line having, you know, another guy like that. And then all of a sudden we see this, like, you know, resurge of, of, of Russell Westbrook. Like, I thought that he had peaked after he won the MVP season for, you know, the triple-double season. But it looks like they're just – they're sticking to the small ball and shooting threes and, and just letting Russell just, like, go attack the net. Like – I was watching the game against the Celtics. I was watching the highlights, and it just looked like every time that Russell uh, got into isolation with somebody, like a just a one-on-one like defender, like like even if he fucked up the first attack or his first drive, he just stopped, get him a little shooken up, and like he was just quicker than the other guy. He just blow right by them. Like I don't know if teams need to start playing his zone. I don't know like how it will work if. If the Rockets go up against like the Jazz and you have Rudy Gobert like planted in the hole as a rim protector, I don't know how that's gonna work. Um, but it really brings and it begs the question: like, are the Rockets an actual threat to in the playoffs, and could they be a threat to come out of the playoffs? I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I, I think it's all, I think it will all have to do or be dependent on just matchups. I think if they get, well, actually, that's a, this is a great transition. Let's just hop right into the standings and we'll talk about a little playoff picture. We'll start in the West because we, we're already there with the Clippers, or I mean, with the Rockets. As of right now, the Rockets will be playing the Jazz in the first round. If they were to continue and hold on to the four spot, they're two games behind the Clippers, and the Lakers are a solid five games ahead of everybody else. So it looks like they will be competing for... And actually, well, the Nuggets and Clippers are tied at 41. The Rockets are tied at 39. We could see the Rockets, you know, shoot up to the second spot, actually, if, you know the Clippers lose their footing or the Nuggets lose their footing a little bit. They're only two games out. Um, but as of right now, if the Rockets were to stay in the fourth spot, they'd be playing the Jazz. Again, I don't I don't know. I think it would be a great series, and I think it would probably go to six or seven. I think the Rockets would win. But there's a part of me that would think that just the fact that they had Gobert in the hole planted as a rim protector – or if they played some sort of zone or somehow double teams Harden or something like that. They just took away one thing. Russell is not a good enough shooter to carry them to win a game. So let's just say that you double Harden, you have Gobert in the hole, and you're playing man coverage against or zone or man on Russell. It doesn't seem like they can win seven games. To me, it just, that just doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Maybe they do. I know. So if they played the Rockets, uh, I don't know who they played next, but I don't know. I I really can't tell with this with this Rockets team. Like I didn't think they would even be where they are now, and they're thirty nine games, uh, thirty nine wins, and twenty one losses. Like it's really incredible to see. What is their Streak in the last ten games, they're seven and three. They're seven and three in the last three games. I mean, ten games. That's pretty incredible. Okay, um, but enough about the Rockets. We'll have to see where they end up. We'll have to see what happens. But my expectation is, if they were to play the Jazz in the first round, they'll probably win. But don't. I wouldn't be surprised if, if all of a sudden they, you know. If they did lose, and if they did lose, it'd probably be in like seven games or something like that. Uh, but let's look at the rest of the playoff situation. So, if everything stands as of right now, we'd see the Lakers and the Grizzlies play each other in the first round. Lakers would probably win that. The Nuggets and the Mavericks, that's a great fucking matchup. I think that's a flip of a, I think that would go seven games. The Clippers and the Thunder, I take the Clippers there. And then the Rockets and the Jazz, again, I'd probably take the Rockets, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz found a way to shut them down. That first round of games, though, is a fucking insane matchup. Like, those are some insane matchups. I think that to pick a winner coming out of the West, my brain is telling me it's the Clippers, but I think maybe uh I guess no 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 okay my brain is telling me it's the Lakers because they have the one seed right now but the Clippers haven't really been a consistent healthy unit all year and they're in third I think if you had Paul George Kawhi Leonard 
Lou Williams, Montrez Harold. If you had all those guys like healthy and splitting the correct amount of time, coming in and coming off, playing good minutes, they're a fantastic defensive team. You have two of the best fucking, you have two of the top ten basketball players in the NBA with P, with Paul George and fucking uh, Kawhi. It seems like they would be the ones to come out of the the West and play for the championship. Coming into the East, let's look at the East really quickly. The Milwaukee Bucks have solidified their playoff campaign at 52 wins. They're clinched for a playoff berth. But as of right now, the Bucks would be playing the Brooklyn Nets. The Bucks would win that. The Raptors would be playing the Magic. The Raptors would win that. The Celtics would be playing a very, very interesting matchup against the 76ers. I'm almost certain that they'd beat them. I think maybe it would go to seven. It really depends on how the return of Kemba really plays in. Like, I know there's a couple weeks left, but let's just say maybe something goes wrong or another injury pops up or something like that. It could be an interesting series with the Celtics. And then the Heat and the Pacers would be would be playing each other. I actually feel like I'd rather play, if I was the Celtics, I'd rather play the Pacers than the 76ers. I think, I mean, we're only a game out of the second spot. We're two games out. So yeah, Raptors 42 wins, Celtics 41 wins. If we somehow, you know, Let's say that the Raptors trip up a little bit and they they stumble on their toes and we keep a hot streak because I think we have a very good schedule coming up. Let's just say that we get to the two seed. Instead of playing the Pacers or the 76ers, which I think are more difficult matchups, we play the Magic. And I'm all for that. So I think the, the Celtics' fate is definitely in their own hands. Let's say they get to number two. If they get to number two, there's a way easier chance that they end up going to the conference finals if they play the Magic in the first round. That would be just a great warm-up round for the Celtics. And then I think whatever follows them for the future of it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I think that they'll beat the Raptors in seven. I think they beat the Raptors in a series. And I think they would go to a seven-game series with the Bucks. But I'm very confident in my Celtics right now. I take the Celtics coming out of out of the East and the Clippers coming out of the West. I'm saying it right now. I said it last NBA talk as well. Clippers, Celtics. That is going to be – well, that's my prediction for this year's um, championship. But I'm very happy with my Celtics right now. And I think their schedule – Coming up is super, super convenient. Actually, let's just dive really quickly into this into the Celtic schedule just to see who we got coming up. And then we'll talk and then we'll do the pickums for tomorrow. And then wait, let's see how long we've been running for. 34 minutes. Holy fuck. Yeah, let's do this really quickly. Okay. Coming up schedule for the Boston Celtics. Brooklyn, Cleveland. Utah, Oklahoma, Indiana. Tough game against Milwaukee. But then Washington, Chicago, New York. Toss up against Toronto. Then Brooklyn, Washington, Memphis, Portland, Minnesota, Miami, Orlando. Again, Milwaukee, Indiana, toss up. And then Orlando, Miami, Detroit. I think we, we have probably one of the easiest schedules coming up. 
And I think we could win out of the last, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. 23 games, I'd expect us to win uh, one, Sorry, one second. I'm just doing some numbers in here. Three, four, 23. I, I'd expect us to win 18 or 19 of those of those 23 games. And that would put us well into the second position. Um, but yeah, super exciting. Playoffs, man. It's fucking coming. It's coming right along. I'm super... I'm pumped. I think I think the Celtic. I think this is the Celtics here. I really I really believe that. Unless something goes tra- like horribly wrong, like absolutely horribly wrong, I think that we have top to bottom one of the best lineups in the entire NBA. Like put us against any team, and I th- I think that we can take them to a seven game series. I'll say that on wax right now, and yeah. All right. That's it. That's all I have for uh, the games. And now we're going to do, we'll do the pick them really quickly. Let's look at these gambling lines real quick for tomorrow. Oh, I got to hop on FanDuel. One second. FanDuel Sports Gambling Sportsbook. Yeah. Let's see what we got cooking here. Cooking here. Just for the sake of time, I'm not even going to touch um, the over-unders. Half of them haven't even been posted yet. Okay, here we go. For tomorrow's game, the San Antonio Spurs take on the Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets. I will take the Spurs uh, money line and to cover the spread at minus two points. The Brooklyn Nets and the Boston Celtics. I will take my Boston fucking Celtics over the Nets. I'll have them covering the spread at minus seven and a half points and take them money line. The Los Angeles Clippers versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. I will take the Clippers to cover the spread. I will also take the money line. The over-under is posted here. I will take the over at 226 points. The Minnesota Timberwolves and the New Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans. I will take the. Ooh, this is a tough one because they're giving the Timberwolves 11 and a half points. Fuck it. Okay. Okay. I'll take the Timberwolves to cover the spread at plus 11 and a half. I will take the Pelicans money line. And I will take the under here at 247.5 points. Golden State Warriors and Denver Nuggets. I will take the Denver Nuggets to cover the spread at minus 15 points. And I will also take them to win money line. I will take uh, Raptors and Suns. I will take the Raptors to cover the spread at minus three and a half points. That's an easy fucking bet. And I will also take them money line. Uh, 76ers, Los Angeles Lakers. They're giving the Sixers 13 and a half points here. I'll take that. I'll go 76ers plus 13 and a half points, and I'll take the Lakers money line. And then the last game, and unfortunately, the end of the show, uh, Washington Wizards, Sacramento Kings. I'm going to do... I will... Yeah, fuck that. No, for real. I will give the Washington Wizards a... I will have them at 
put to cover the spread plus five and a half points. I will have them win money line. I'll take the Wizards and I will take the over here. It's posted 232.5 points. I will take the over. Damn. Damn, 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 Daniel. We we've really been like cranking out these episodes. I I this is a forty minute episode. I'm actually shocked. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening to Creator Radio with me, your host Andres Benitez. One time, Chicago, Illinois. Of course, email me Creator Company four zero one at gmail dot com. Of course. Follow, hit that follow button on Spotify. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Drop us a message on Anchor. I love you all very, very much. Hope you have. I hope you guys have a great night. Blessings, love. Keep your head up, no matter what's going on in your life. I promise, good things are on the horizon, and we're keeping everything on wax here. We got to give the people what they want. All right, peace. I got my 